this first approach, as the Rebbe himself testified, he um, adopted it from the great sage, from the great Gaon, the great genius, the Ragatshover Gaon. <clears throat> the Ragatshover Gaon has this approach of learning, not only and not limited to Leshitose. But the Regatshava Gaon, for him, this is a method of learning Torah in general. And let me elaborate a little bit on that, because that's very much relevant to the Rebbe's approach to Leshitose. Where is that coming from? How, how, where did the Rebbe get that approach into, into Leshitose? <clears throat> so, like I said, the Regatshava Gaon studies Torah this way. Not just Lishitase, anything. He begins with a subject in uh, Tractate Shabbat, let's say. And he does not spend three words. He just gives you the reference. He says, I am Shabbos, look up Shabbos there and there. It's maybe one word. And then he says, and I am Bechorot. It's a different tractate. And I am Torah Kohanim. It's the Medrash. And I am the Rambam. And I am the... And he goes on like this. He goes on for, for you know, could be 12... 13, 15, 20, and he goes, and he goes. What does he do? There is about a hundred subjects, which just by studying them at first glance, you can spend three months. And looking at them, you say, you gave me a hundred subjects in the Torah. What do I do with them? Dragachara says, listen, what we're going to do. We're going to peel out les données, the context, the, the elements, the particular elements of the subject. Let's remove them. Remove them. And you'll see and realize, obviously, if you don't like a travel, that all the hundred, the hundred subjects, the hundred topics in the Torah are really one, are based on one principle. Are really all saying the same thing using different languages, different cases, different subjects, but, but really they're all saying the same principle, the same logic, the same quintessential logic. So for Dragat Shaver, it's not just about the Leshitase, but it's, this is how he studied Torah in general. He was able to look up a dozen subjects, and he, you know, you would see the, the outside, right? So you would see 12 subjects. But he, right away, he had the three-dimension glasses of the Regatshava. Right away, his eyes would, would, would cut through and he would see what's behind each one of them. It's, it's, he, he, he would see one subject. He would see one thing, one thread, one logic, one topic. In fact, <clears throat> as he himself says, this is based on a Tosefta in Sanhedrin. At the end of the Talmud, you have what it's called Tosefta. These are like Mishnayot, unofficial Mishnayot from the period of the Tanaim that were eventually recorded and placed at the end of the, at the, end of the tractates of each Talmud. <clears throat> and in the Tosefta there, there is an interesting case, an interesting question um, that uh, was asked to Rabbi Meir and the Chacham. 
<clears throat> you're probably familiar with this case. You get to a class. The teacher is speaking about something. And it's a subject. And all of a sudden, <laughs> this happens. As soon as we get focused and we forget about, you know, all the worries of life and everything, we, we get into Ganeiden. It's like, you know, a class of Torah. It's like a little bit Ganeiden. You enter a, a different world, the world of Torah. And all of a sudden, all the questions that you ask, that you had one day on, on Judaism, they, they, they just pop up now. It's unrelated to what the rabbi or the teacher is speaking, but all the questions of Judaism are coming up. So you ask. So you know what, rabbi? While you're on the subject, I know it's off topic, but I have a question. <laughs> this question was asked to Rabbi Meir and Chachamim. What do you do? A student asks you a question that is related to the subject of the shiur. And another student asks you a question, off topic. Who do you answer first? Rabbi Meir says, you answer first, Sho'el Ke'inyan. The one who asks the question related to the topic, he deserves to be answered first. Good. Vachachamim Omrim. And the sages says, listen what they say. Eize she'yirtze mehen yagdim. You can choose, the teacher can choose either of the two. Why? Shekol HaTorah Inyan Echadhu. Because the entire Torah is one subject. There is no off topic. You're teaching about Shabbos and somebody asks you about Kashrut and you say, oh, this is off topic. What do I do? No, no, no. It looks like off topic. But the truth is, it's one inyan, it's one subject, it's one topic. Now, when you learn this Tosefta without the Ragat Shover and without the Rebbe's Leshitose, you don't really understand what's going on. What do you mean it's one topic? Come on, it's two different topics, and at the end of the day, it's off topic. What does it mean? Well, what does it mean, says the Ragat Shover, when you enter, when you remove the layers, and when you enter the quintessential Svara? of the shiur that you are teaching about or learning about. And the question, the subject of the question this other guy is, is asking about, you'll realize that at the end of the day, they're related. They are both based on the same logic and the same principle. So it's one subject. In fact, the Chavel used to say, from the Bet of Bereshit, First letter of the Torah. Until the Lamed of Le'ene Kol Israel. Last letter of the Torah. It's one long word. It's one long word. It's one word. It's one thing. It's one subject. That's how the Regat Shaver studied Torah in general. But the Rebbe took it. And the Rebbe himself testified that he adopted his approach and he learns this way the Leshitase. The Leshitase of the Tanaim and Amoraim is not technical, two evolves from one, but one and two evolves from a quintessential 
svara, and therefore it would extend itself anywhere, anywhere and everywhere.